A young woman people can't stop talking about. Go Taylor. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Yes, Taylor Swift. 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 Ish. What just happened? Welcome back to Swiftish. That's Shelly. Yes, and that's Ashley. Yes, and we are a podcast. You know, just two grown women. What do we talk about? Yeah. Oh, all Taylor sorts Swift of stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Taylor have... Swift, but like also what she's wearing, who she's hanging out with, what she's singing, what she's like, not singing. Yeah, <laughs> all Taylor Swift all day. Yeah. Oh no. It's That's been a lot. I mean, we're on like episode 29 now. Yeah. You know, and we've actually had more stuff to yeah. talk about this week. <laughs> a lot more stuff from Taylor, from fans, from everywhere. I know. It's exciting because we got a new review on iTunes. We did? Yeah. What? what is it? It was so sweet. Um, HGirl47 wrote, this podcast is a must-listen for all Taylor fans. Shelby and Ashley are so enthusiastic. Mm-hmm. Listening to this podcast makes me feel like I'm hanging out with my best friends. Aww. Plus, their coverage of Taylor is just the right amount of seriousness and fun. Yeah. I would recommend this to pretty much any Swifty, even just a basic Taylor fan. Yeah, even those basic oh, bitches. Yeah. All the locals <laughs> who go to the tour and sit down yeah. through all the songs... You guys would yeah. still like it. <laughs> yeah, we'll woo you. We'll with woo our you. Enthusiasm. Oh, I love hearing from people. I know, Just like it's letting so nice. letting us know what we're doing right. So far, yeah, we haven't heard. Our egos. Yeah, <laughs> no one's ever told us what we're not doing right. Yeah, so we don't need that. We don't care about that. Yeah, <laughs> don't tell us. No, but I mean, obviously, we'd love if you find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, any of the podcast apps. And give us a rating. Leave yeah, us a review. Let, let us know. know. And you can even like follow us on yes. Instagram and we can't say Twitter anymore. No, not Twitter. You guys are not on Twitter right now. I'm. I feel really, really bad, you guys, for all of my personal account followers who don't like Taylor Swift. Yeah, because I've been like letting out all of my um, my love yeah. on that account. Like tweeting about Taylor Swift twenty four seven, so I'm sure I've lost some followers. I'm sure, but I am just really frustrated. I know, and I'm like tweeting. I'm like tweeting at Twitter at Twitter safety at Twitter support (laughs) hashtag free Swiftish podcast. I know because what happened is Twitter just one day suspended us August fifteenth. Yeah, said it was because we'd been evading suspension, which we were both like, "Mm, I don't know what this means. But you've done some deep digging and figured it out. Yeah, so I went to. They have all these different like verified Twitter accounts. Like I said, safety support. I went to the safety one, Mm -hmm. and oh my gosh, they're like were proud of themselves. They were like, we suspended 770 accounts who were suspended and tried to evade suspension. <laughs> and then they started like saying all these facts about these accounts that they suspended. First of all, 770. Out of all <laughs> the thousands and millions, we are one of them. <laughs> so know. only like fewer than 100 claim to be in the U.S. Yeah. Which we're in the U.S. Yes. Okay. Most of them only had one follower. <laughs> We of had those, way more. Of those in the U.S. Yeah. We had way more. <laughs> okay. And something we did have in common with them was that they were all, like, a lot of them were made in 2017. Yeah. Yes. Us. Some of them promoted tweets. Yes. Us. <laughs> but I'm just so confused because we didn't, like, they also said something know. about, like, their, like, tweeting, like, politically charged stuff. <laughs> they're, like, some of them are from Iran. Some, like, I, know. I don't understand. Our biggest tweets were, like, about... I don't know, Taylor Swift and Carly or like 
what she wore to or a the meme. billboards. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> just crazy dumb stuff I about know. Taylor Swift. And somehow we got the axe. And then on one of Twitter Safety's lovely tweets, like, if you think you did this on mistake, please let us know. Yeah. I let them know. <laughs> We've let them know plenty. Plenty of times. <laughs> tweeting them. Putting yeah. tickets in. Yeah. I try to start hashtag free Swiftish podcast. But not we don't work. have that many followers. Well, we can't even access our old followers. They don't even know anything's wrong. I have a probably. few lovely people who follow my personal one yeah. via our yeah. our account, and they've retweeted and liked. But nothing's going. Nothing's going to work out. So we're hoping so we don't want to create another account because we feel like <laughs> we're scared. Yeah, we'll actually be evading suspension at that point. We will, be. and well, then we'll be axed for well, then, real. Did you hear about like? Instagram is also um, suspending fan <laughs> accounts too. Yeah, but that's for posting Getty images without proper credit. Oh, okay. So we've never done that. Cause What's we do, like a Getty image? Like it's the professionally taken photos at all the concerts. Like you're supposed oh. to pay for those. They're like posted online and then other websites can then use them in their articles. Oh, cool. Okay, we're so good. So a lot of people will go on there and remove the watermark like, oh. and then post them. But if you keep the watermark, that's fine. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, I think you're supposed to pay for it, first oh. of all. And then even if you say it's like, oh, for use, you have to at least tag them and like, give them. How do they know? I know. It's like they're just bored and trolling these. They're probably doing they've the been image cracking search. down on. Yeah, they've been cracking down on Kardashian fans for doing the same thing mm, and stuff. Okay. So. I thought we were gonna have. A, I thought we were gonna have a problem, and know, no one was gonna know when we put the episode yeah. out. <laughs> no, so we're still on Instagram. Yes. We're still sort of on Tumblr, maybe. Yeah. We're maybe sometimes on the uh, Swift Live. Is anyone? I don't know. <laughs> I need to go out there. But for sure, we are on Instagram, and you can always just subscribe via your podcast yes. apps, and then you never have to worry about yeah. remembering an episode because it'll automatically download to your phone. Oh my gosh! And there are solutions. If you want to know how to subscribe, yes. go over to our Instagram account. Shelby has created a cute little highlight <laughs> with clear cut instructions on yeah. how to subscribe on Spotify. I'm how just to thinking subscribe? Of you, guys. On, yeah. you know. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah. Thinking of you guys, that's yeah. all. <laughs> just want to help you out. But let's get to what you guys are really here for. Not us, yeah. but Taylor. Taylor, Taylor. Let's, let's talk. Taylor. You just went to the so, Nashville yeah. concert. I just went to the Nashville concert. Such a it big deal. amazing. It, it was so great. Good. It was everything I've dreamed of. Yeah. But not more because... I would have wanted to go with, like, a Swifty who was obsessed, just like I was. <laughs> it seemed like the stadium was full oh, of was every so full. big fan. But they also had, like, these, like, pre-events mm. that, like, Swifties did, like, made-ups and, like, the Walk the Fame. They went to, like, the Taylor Swift, yeah. um, everything Taylor Swift in Nashville. And right. I would have, like, wanted to go with someone who would have wanted to go mm-hmm. to one of those things. But it was still so much fun. Yeah. It was a blast. All the costumes, just the energy. Mm-hmm. You had a lot of, like, real Swifty, not real Swifties, because, <laughs> but, like, real Swifty fans there. Right, right, You know, right. it just hardcore wasn't hardcore. Stands. You didn't have, like, all the locals who were just sitting down. Right. Like, people who wanted to go, they were there. And I didn't realize it was her first time opening there neither did I yeah yeah she like admitted that afterwards I was like I thought Nashville was always like a big deal yeah but I mean, she'd never done she the probably stadium. did yeah she probably just did a, a regular venue not a stadium yeah. venue it's crazy yeah it's and so then crazy. what song did she perform there what well, surprise song what surprise song Tim McGraw but on the B stage what did she sing you don't remember <laughs> 
I've been to so many of these concerts, you guys. <laughs> she can't keep them straight. I can't keep them all it's straight. It's okay, because the real star of the show was Tim McGraw. It was Tim McGraw. Tim McGraw. I think... I think I forgot everything after Tim McGraw popped up. <laughs> well, he came after the surprise song, so. Yes, he did. <laughs> but that was still a surprise song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just curious because I remember I was sort of stalking you while you were there. And I posted it. And I was like, what? It was sort of like a, oh, it was a cool song, but nothing special. And I was like, I can't believe she didn't do something bigger. And yeah. then she brought it. I think that's, the that might have been why. Yeah. And what was the, the girl I was with? She was like, oh my gosh, she has to do... We were both talking about how she had to do a country song because yes. she's in Nashville. Hello. Bring and she was like... She, I was like, Tim McGraw. She yeah. said Tim McGraw. I'm like, that would be a perfect song. Her first like song ever, debut song. Uh-huh. And then she starts singing Tim McGraw. And I was like, oh my gosh, Tim McGraw's <laughs> going to pop up. But then Faith Hill did. And I was like... I was like, but yeah. I think Tim McGrath's still going to come up. And then he came up, and then they were just singing. And they it were was just sort like, of funny because they didn't really no know the song no, at all. No, they didn't. Which is That's exactly what my friend was saying. Yeah, because it's like she learns every single star yeah. who gets on her stage. She memorizes that song, and she performs all it All he had so to do well. was sing Tim McGrath. Yeah. <laughs> you think Tim he McGrath. struggled a little. <laughs> yeah. But it was a sweet moment so because sweet. I was thinking like, she does always like open her stage to these people and then she sings covers of their songs with them. And for the first time, like someone famous was on her stage singing her song. Kind like of. it was, well, yeah, he was supposed to. Both of them were struggling. <laughs> he, a few, he got a few of the words. Yeah, so. Tim McGraw. Yeah, he knew that part as much. So mm, that's, all, that's all we're asking. I know. It was just real, I think it was the whole moment of how, you know, just everything came full circle. Yeah. You know, she was discovered in Nashville. Mm-hmm. She, that was her debut single. Mm-hmm. And then she okay. came back, opened yeah. in that arena mm-hmm. or the stadium, and then. Tim McGraw popped up. <laughs> yeah. All he needed was to be there. She yeah. could do the rest. <laughs> what was really actually pretty cool, too, is that um, I know I said we were going to stop talking about this last podcast, but Carly was there. Oh, that's right. We got a photo of Carly and Taylor. Yes. That is what happened. I yes. forgot. Taylor, they're living their so best do you, life. So Carly did. She posted a little bit about being backstage with her yeah. friends and then being on the show. And then mm-hmm. she posted that photo. Mm-hmm. Taylor didn't post anything, which she doesn't post a lot of personal no, stuff. She but sometimes she'll like post photos of who was like on her story. Yeah. She like posted about. Millie Bobby Brown or whoever was mm-hmm. there. And so there's no word of Carly from Taylor's front. And I'm curious, do you think the tea is they're not really friends, but they just had to kind of have this moment or I think that they're not best friends yeah. anymore. Yeah. I think they're probably still friends and friendly, but mm-hmm. I don't think they're as close as they used to be. Yeah. And that happens <laughs> with the natural friendship. Right. And it also happens with ex girlfriends. Did you also <laughs> What did you say? <laughs> I, I, almost, yeah. I almost missed that, you guys. What did Shelby just say? What does it happen with ex-girlfriends? Think, yeah, I think there might be... There was this really funny tweet, and her Twitter was down, so I couldn't even retweet it, but it was about Carly listening to Don't Blame, Don't Blame Me. Mm-hmm. And um, it's like... It just looked like she was realizing something, and so people were like, made this joke that she was realizing it was all about her. <laughs> Because that's the song where it's like, uh, I'm your Daisy. And there's a lot of photos of Carly and Taylor with daisies in their hair. So it was really funny. It just, I don't know why the Taylor train is just so much 
more interesting to me these days than the jailer train <laughs> yeah. yeah you know one thing also i thought was interesting was that like a lot of her friends like Gigi, mm-hmm. i think even abby when they went to the concerts they were wearing rep gear mm-hmm. and kayler not kayler carly <laughs> wore led zeppelin t-shirt she oh, wasn't wearing yeah. like a rep yeah, she wasn't going hardcore no i know so it just felt a little like even when carly had been because a fan had approached her once um, in the middle of a street one day and was like, how are you going to Taylor's show? And she's like, oh, I haven't been yet. I'd love to go, though. And it all just feels like a little forced. Like, they have to... They probably don't hate each other. Yeah. But it just seems like she knows she has to go, so there's no drama about not going type mm-hmm. thing. But who but, knows? You know, Abby was there, too. <laughs> I sent you yes. a photo of, like, the back of Abby's head yeah. from, like, where I was. And I was like, can you see that? The curly puff. I was like, yeah. right there. Yeah. Now that's a real friend. I believe that. I one. know. Oh, that would, and she was even in the, um, she was in the rep room afterwards. And so oh, people yeah. were like, you know, taking pictures with her and everything. So that's really sweet. Yeah. But there were a few like really interesting moments outside of like surprise songs or mm-hmm, even guests mm-hmm. that were there. I don't know if you, you probably didn't notice, but when she walked through the barricade, mm-hmm. it was more like she was like sprinting through the barricade. <laughs> That's a good thing. Because usually, like, you know, I can attest because she <laughs> squeezed my hand. She stops, she squeezes people's hands. She's like, Hi, how are you doing? She like walked she's really like, fast. <laughs> I remember even thinking, like, Oh, wow, she's like not even really like touching people as much as she used to i was like that's interesting but then i was like whatever and then she was also on stage it was during long live and new year's day and she's playing and you've probably seen this like the video people have posted but she like starts looking back behind her and i thought it was because like maybe someone special was going to come out like oh we're gonna have like a a special guest i didn't think anything of Uh it and then i was seeing all this stuff on twitter about how they weren't letting people go to the barricade during uh-huh. the show. Like, if you were around the barricade, like, already, they'd let you go up there. But they were specifically telling people in certain sections, like, no, you have to stay. Mm. Which they've tried to do in the past, but right. they weren't, like, really strict on it. But pe- they were like, no, you can't mm-hmm. go. And they over- someone overheard a security guard being like, yeah, you know, because of stalkers, you guys have to stay. And, like, there are men who follow her from, like, arena to arena to arena. Yeah. And, like you know just kind of like creep her out someone sent like really sexually explicit photos of himself to her like printed out and put it on her her desk like or on her um her front door like you have all these creepers who are like really weird and even in my section i was like maybe like 12 rows up and one of the side sections someone called security because this guy was being really explicit and like sexualizing the girls around him and i posted on our the story like so securities had to come and like get him yeah and i was like that is i know so everyone's really really scared that because she's also stopped doing meet and greets beforehand which i think is more because of the drama but she's just they say that she just seems more scared and like someone's gonna come up someone posted a video of all the times people have jumped on stage and tried to run towards taylor 
And someone even got to the point where they like stole one. They, I don't know how they got it. They stole someone's security badge and they made it all the way to her dressing room. Ew. And they, they knocked on the door and her security guard opened up. So they knew that that guy wasn't a part of it. And have you heard about all this like weirdo like stuff that's going on on Instagram and Twitter? On Aust- in Australia, that Australia fan? Australia. And then you also have someone who's like here in the States. Oh, really? So if you go to his Twitter account, he has been like... I don't even know how many tweets, just like long tweets, like after each other, all to Taylor Swift about how they're going to make the supreme race, how like their genes were <laughs> born for each other. And he's like, I'm and basically being like, I'll see you. I don't know if he says Kansas City or an Arlington, but they're like future shows. He's like, I'll see you here. And it was just like really, really long, really, really disturbing and just really weird. Ew. And he's like saying like I know you're like giving me special like messages. He's like saying like oh like you're the only one that can get me hard. Like ah. and he's like I'd love to take you oh in Car- he's like I'd love to take you and Carly out. Oh. And he like he said <laughs> he said message me when you when you're in town so I can take you out. And he puts his number. Yeah. And so I googled the number and I also saw that like he he had been tweeting the same kind of like stuff to Paris Hilton and Nikki Hilton in like 2015. Mm, so he has the things for Bonds. He has the things for Bonds. Yeah. So I like, I don't know if he's just some someone who's like a little mentally disturbed but won't do anything. Like he might be a right. harmless person but the guy in Australia, yeah, he's, he's in Thailand right now. That's what he says he's saying in his videos. Basically oh. he's like he was just saying stuff like um, you know I know that she's gone too far, she's gonna die and he's like, I'm going to make an example out of her very soon. He said that he, like, mapped it out and no one can stop him. Basically claiming that she owes him $10 million. And if he gives her $10 million, like, it'll go away. <laughs> this is so gross. I don't know. And people keep on flagging his account. Yeah. And then, like, they get messages back I... being like, it doesn't violate our community guidelines. But, like, he's threatening yeah. her. Like, he's threatening somebody to shoot somebody. Yeah, I saw a bunch of news on that on Tumblr, and I know a bunch of Australian fans, like, reported him. Yeah. And, and so the police, or at least they said that they're aware and have told Taylor's team and stuff. So who knows? I, I mean, know, I but feel like when you like reach that... 50 videos of yeah. him just, you know, talking to I'm the... I'm sure he's on a list somewhere. It's just... He disturbing. says he's in Thailand, though. Yeah. And apparently... <laughs> The security guard, some security guard told, told somebody in uh, Nashville that they have some kind of facial detection software where they can, mm. like, match up to these people who are blacklisted. Not like blacklisted Swifties, but people who are stalking Taylor. And yeah. that they can, like, you know, give him the boot from the venue. Oh, wow. You know, I don't know. <laughs> wow, the future is now. That's crazy. That like, is Yucky. He hates Donald Trump and Taylor Swift. I was like, I don't know what those two have in common, but okay. And you want to know what? When a man talks shit, Taylor, you don't owe him $10 million. You yeah, don't owe him don't anything. Think about it. Gosh. I'm like, you know, we want to protect Taylor at all costs. I'm like, oh. I know. I don't, That's like the downside of stardom. It's yeah. just the freaks that come She's along. She's like with the Beatles it. of this era. Yeah, well, I think there's. Yeah, just so many crazy people out there. And you have social media too. Exactly. Where like they just this guy does not feel connected with Taylor. (laughs) Well, that guy hates him. But the Twitter guy. Yeah. (laughs) Creepy. Yeah. I know. I mean on the up and up though, (laughs) she played yesterday in like Minnesota, Minnesota. Minneapolis. And Minnesota people (laughs) have named August thirty first. 
Taylor Swift Day. Yay! Yeah, which you think is perfect. Houston will name September 29th Taylor Swift Day? <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. We'll be naming it for it's sure. Taylor Swift Day! Yes. Well, that's so good. And she played Begin Again there. Oh, I know their yeah. B-stage song. Yeah. I don't know why I don't know mine. <laughs> Just playing. She played Begin Again, um, Begin Again and she was saying because country was her first love. Aww. And then she... No, she's over it. No, she's, they're never, ever, ever <laughs> yeah. coming back together. <laughs> she's moved on. She has. She has. We also had some personal fun oh, Taylor times. Yes. I am very extra. <laughs> and it was my 32nd birthday, Yay. so I don't know about you, but I was feeling 32. Yeah. And I go to this dance studio, a beginner it's choreo hardcore, class yeah. every week, and it's so fun. And they do private parties. And I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> we're going to do a private party. Like the dance instructor and one of the owners are obsessed with Taylor Swift. Yeah. I was like, you have to choreo <laughs> a dance for me, king of my heart. And then I yeah. got water bottles and like <laughs> had them all inscribed to shake it, it off. Crazy. I donuts that said <laughs> Ashley's feeling 32. And then yeah. we like. Well, 13 of us thir- showed up. I invited Magically. 20 and only 13 showed up. <laughs> it was kismet. It, it was, was so perfect. It was amazing. And then we did yeah. we did the dance. It was so hard. Did you like it? Did yeah, it was fun. It, I had gone to great. the Look What You Made Me Do dance that started your love for this place. Yeah. I decided to never go back because yeah, it was so... <laughs> it was hard. <laughs> it was hard and embarrassing. And, and then we had, a we had like rockets there. Yeah. Like, no. We were like, oh, this is easy. Let's move on. And yeah. Like, and we were like, what wait, are we doing? <laughs> what are you doing with your head are you flipping it how do you flip your hair i realize i'm like way too lanky to dance like okay because they record us too so we have the video go to our uh, our instagram account because it's posted you can (laughs) see shelby do like the best hair flip ever at the very end yeah and my neck hurts mine too it is bad so we We did some floor work you guys i have bruises all over my knees (laughs) and it was just a lot of fun it was so fun everyone was so scared to be there, but oh, we yeah. ended up having a good time. I know people just kind of like shook it off and just, yeah. you know, we were with friends, had the time of our lives. Yes, it was I had the good. time of my I life. I came home and I tried to do it again and I'd forgotten all the moves. We can do it. Let's do it right now. <laughs> yeah, we can we'll go live. Yeah, we'll do it for our fans. Yeah, that was fun uh, on my friend. It was. I know. And you've been having a great life. Taylor's been having a great life. Yeah. It's been good. I mean, she's been doing her shows basically mm-hmm. selling out every venue yeah, the- minnesota was a little worried though oh really because there are still so many tickets left mm-hmm. Did like, they do okay so confused i to we be honest <laughs> i saw an article when i was researching and i didn't follow up <laughs> but, the, but that's okay because she has to this date well i guess yeah. her 29 shows she has grossed over um, $202 million. Do you so think she's doing that's okay. because she's living her best life? Yeah. Do you think that's because she's doing stadiums over arenas? Yeah, because I mean, I mean, she had to do so many other shows during 1989 mm-hmm. to make even close to that amount of money. So now she's doing much fewer shows, mm-hmm. putting in much less effort. I wonder, though, how much she's... I mean, She's sitting pretty. How much she's getting out of the two hundred two million? Right, because it costs stadiums. so much more money to put on a show in a stadium yeah. than like a basketball arena. That's true. I mean, but, you know, she's I don't not, think she's, she's suffering. Not, she's not losing any sleep over this. <laughs> yeah, look at me. I'm worried no. about how much she's 
It's like, how much is she taking like, home? Is she pocketing all that $200 million? I don't know. But, I mean, she broke her own record for the oh highest gross in U.S. That's such a Taylor Swift thing to do. It's her favorite thing to do. Break her own records. Yes. Ah. And it's been really interesting because everyone in the beginning of, like, the tour announcement was like, oh, the tickets are flopping. This tour is going to flop. She's not selling. This is so bad. What a disaster. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. just so, like... It must feel so nice to feel so vindicated and just be like, like, ha, ha, ha. Look what you made me do. <laughs> yeah. She just posts those articles with a simple little, thanks. Thanks. You're the same <laughs> people who said I wasn't going to sell out. Yeah. Thanks. I love it. I know. That's I good. Do. And we're in September now, which means she's coming the end of this month to oh, Houston. Are we in September already? Yes. Oh, September no 1st. I know. What? 28 days. I know. I'm excited. I can't believe it's like almost over. I think she only has eight more shows in the U.S. Oh and we're going to two of them. <laughs> so exciting. I know. It'll be good. so good. Oh, and DirecTV released the videos from the AT&T did event in Chicago. Them? I did. I watched all of them. It was amazing. Oh. I it was watch them still. I know I'm not. A real I found him on. I found him on Instagram and I've just, just like watched him at work. work. <laughs> I did see one where she kind of looked like she was drunk. Yeah, she was like mimicking somebody. Yeah, like is Taylor drunk? I, I watched here and there, but I yeah. was like busy at work and then busy with no, my party. It looked like so fun. It made that, me so jealous. I know. <laughs> like, do we get something like that? Yeah, because she like performed gorgeous and delicate and all too well and new year's day oh, all too well and shake it off and um during all too well was that so was when she like too. yeah all too well she was like oh used yeah. to be like it used to be hard to play a song but now it's funny as i've like started to play songs my memory is no longer associated with what inspired the song but rather what's happening when i play it for mm, you guys how and much so, we love it yeah she so loves she's it like we love it she was she started to this humble brag and she's like it's nice that i get to play a song i'm so proud of without feeling the like pain that like Aww. inspired it and i was like yes this is a good and song she's <laughs> so in love too that she's just yeah. like mm. yeah and i know Jake's but i want not. her to play dear john now she said it that she's supposedly told a fan in a secret or in a in a in, rep room yeah. that she didn't want to play. It was still too raw or something. And I'm like, girl, I want to hear it. Like, I want to hear it with her vocals it now. Can't be too raw. I know. I mean, he's a dick, so maybe she's still like upset about how. <laughs> but she's vindicated <laughs> because everyone knows he is one. I know. And she was young, Taylor. You know? know. Sometimes when you have your first heartbreak, sometimes. Yeah. You know, Who knows? Yeah. But the big news, I guess, on the Taylor front is her I, record labels. Almost I up. know November. Yeah, and everyone's like, machines. "She's gonna be a free agent." Yeah, is she going to start her own record company? Is yeah. she going to sign with somebody else? Is she going to stay with Big Machine? Yeah, in her, she is due for a like best of album right. though. But like with iTunes nowadays. It's like, what's it's the like point? why would you like release a best of album? Yeah, I can put together a best yeah. of album and put and it out like there. that's gonna be hard because every single Swifty has different favorite songs. So like, <laughs> yeah, we'll that be shouldn't like, be on no. the list. No, no, you get know. out of here. Exactly. People are like, Jump Them Fall needs to be on yeah. there, and someone else will be like, Jump Them What? Yeah, you know. So I know, and it's interesting because Big Machine owns all her masters, so mm. they own all her songs currently. I'm and sure. so is she going to buy them out because that's a huge ticket mm. or is she just going to let them have it? But she maintains like a lot of control, creative control over how they can use it since she's also the writer on all of them. Will she be able to perform them? 
yeah, yeah, not yeah. being she'd okay. be able to perform them. All they would be able to do is stream them. Like they couldn't oh. use it in other stuff. But it would means she get she money get from the, it? Well, she'd yeah. get money as the artist, and she'd get it cut, obviously. But yeah. it would mean moving to another label would mean she wouldn't have those masters. And Big Machine is really yeah. she is all about her roots. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I know what I'm talking about because I watched like the first three seasons of Nashville. Yeah, and like. And Raina James like started her own label, so I'm like really familiar oh. with the process. So what do you think? So what do you think Taylor's gonna do? Do you think she's gonna go on her I own? I don't know. I think I don't know because I don't think she likes Scott that much. I think she's really over Big Machine. You don't yeah. think she likes Scott? Yeah, I don't know. That's just based he goes on to all of his shows and like Swifties right. are like freaking out. Like, oh my gosh, I met Scott. Like, Scott's I think gonna... she just sees him as sort of this like dorky dude who is, is... but like. Taylor's a little bit all caps and stuff. I'm just going to be surprised if she wants a fresh start and maybe some she wants new... to begin again. Yeah, because she did say <laughs> country was her first love, and then yeah. she's saying begin again. Saying begin again. Now it's over. Now it's on to the next. Oh, it might have been a little clue for all next of us. Next page. I know it'll be interesting to see. She has what a she blank does. space. Who? She, whose <laughs> name is she going to write? I know. I mean, I don't know if she'd want to start her own label, but that's just a lot. It just seems like she might go. For, like she's already started. Like. Oh, I just might go full-fledged into businesswoman. Yeah. That would just be a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe maybe that, like, remember that weird account that was going around, like, like Secret <laughs> Silver? Maybe that still has something still to it. You don't think it's going to come no, back? No, I don't. <laughs> like, this has to mean something. I don't know. I'm just like, um, I don't know. What would, know. what would the name be? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just trying to think. Anyway, I know. We'll have to see in November. Yeah. We'll have the big, big announcement then. But, um... I'm trying to see. Um, I guess my thing is we got the some candidates of her and Joe in London. Mm-hmm. And I guess the rumor is Ed Sheeran got married. Yeah, Ed Sheeran got married that weekend. But he I, posted that he got married that weekend. He did? He got in an interview or something. He told someone he, like him and Sherry were officially married that weekend. What? Yeah. But I didn't know that. I oh. thought he said, like, oh, I'm wearing an engagement ring because why wouldn't I? Oh, I don't know. I, never I know. I feel like it. very confused. Because I think some people think he is, and some people are like, well, it hasn't official. And then I did see the interview where he sort of like nodded to his ring when someone asked if he was married. But yeah. then later he was like, oh, I don't know. If I was to, our wedding would be smaller. So, so it's sort of like, who knows? I Googled it, and it said in August 2018, Ed Sheeran hinted strongly <laughs> that he got married in secret to his fiance. So they Sherry. can't say official, but so it's I can't been say, hinted. Yeah. And in yeah. But That's he also, insane. in January, held up his hand to show he was wearing a wedding ring. Oh, okay. So a lot so of people were like, oh, maybe Taylor was in London for the at, wedding. For the wedding. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Oh, I don't no. Know. It, was, it was Access Hollywood. Yeah. So. <laughs> so the point is, he's good at keeping secrets. Maybe he, he knows it, places. Are you serious? Hide. He's not good at keeping <laughs> secrets. Well, if we're not sure if he's married or not, someone's doing a good job. But he's here. always hinting at stuff, you yeah. know, like, oh yeah, like maybe Taylor and I did write a song, and then yeah. they did. Yeah. yeah. Married. So we're still waiting to find out yeah. officially. But... Did he jump and then fall? Yeah. <laughs> maybe that's what happened. We're so good at the transitions, I think. <laughs> We're leaving our little clues throughout the yeah. episode. Keep well, them because, around. I mean, the great thing about this tour has been Taylor's been, 
I mean, she's been really open about how this has been her favorite tour. She's yeah. felt so much more free and comfortable and mm-hmm. like happy to be with us, her true fans, blah blah blah. And she's been playing friends. a lot of oldies on the stage because she whips out a new song every night for the B stage song. Mm-hmm. And at first, she was just doing like all too well, mean, kind of like 15, all the fam, all the all like the, classics, like the favorites, yeah. And suddenly, she started whipping out like. Come back, be here. I was so like, excited I wasn't at that one. <laughs> I know, that would have been amazing. But that's like a bonus track only true fans yeah. know. Yep. And then she went back to her her first album and like pulled out, I mean, uh, Place in This World. I know. She's played so many. Like, what's been your favorite? What's been the most FOMO <sighs> inducing? You know what? I really, well, I was here for this one. Oh. But. <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm just glad that I was able to see Babe perform oh, live. Yeah. That's, that's what she preferred in Nashville. <laughs> that's the one. We did it. We found it. Good job. <laughs> this whole time, like, I've, well, no, I've been. <laughs> it was your favorite one and you forgot. I, I've been, because I saw that you wanted to go over what your favorite yeah. B-stage song was. And I was like, oh my gosh, Babe was my favorite. Yeah. Because I, like, I've never seen her perform <laughs> that one live. True. And then, I, <laughs> thank you guys. I had it in my head the whole time. Babe. Yeah, from Nashville. I haven't seen her before right. So, like, babe, really big FOMO over Come Back, Be Here. I know. I that would have been amazing. Because that's, one. like, one we really have never, ever, ever heard her sing. No, ever. Ever. No. She's never even, like, addressed it. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Doesn't talk about it. What about you? I think I was really... I mean, I mean, Holy Ground is, like, one of my favorite Taylor songs. Mm. That was one she did it early on. But it's not like... I mean, I've seen her perform it, obviously, at the Red Tour. But I think I really wanted to be there for Come Back, Be Here. Mm-hmm. And I was really surprised by how jealous I was when Jump Then Fall was the surprise song. I was surprised you knew what that song was. Uh, <laughs> Rude. No, 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 no. But only because I remember when like we first started out, you're like, yeah, I wasn't really into Country oh, yeah, Taylor. Yeah. And so that's the only reason right. I was surprised. It wasn't that I didn't think you were a true stan. Mm-hmm. Just, you had, like, <laughs> Well, it's more like country, like the Taylor Swift album. Like I've oh, never okay. actually sat down and listened to that whole oh. thing. <laughs> but I started this. Okay, I started listening to it this week because I decided to try and rank all my Taylor Swift songs. So I had to listen to them. So I've been surprised by how good they are. But I definitely was on Don't board underestimate for the, young Tay-Tay. Yeah, <laughs> I was definitely on board by Fearless. So that was when I was like, yeah, Taylor's got my heart. I'm drinking the Yeah, <laughs> And Jump and Fall, I mean, that was one my little sister and I loved because it was the only good thing to come out of Valentine's Day, basically. Besides <laughs> Taylor's hair flips. <laughs> yeah. And besides yeah. Taylor squared. Yeah, That's I guess. not the best if thing to come out of Valentine's of Day. Lautner, yeah, it was a moment. It was a good hot, a hot summer, but... <laughs> It was, it's such a sweet song. And like, I just, it wasn't even my radar to like want it on the B stage. But then Mm -hmm. when she was playing it, it was so good. It was the song you didn't know you needed. Yeah. Until you got it. (laughs) Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. And I was so jealous I wasn't there. And now I'm like, I'm like worried. What is she going to play at our shows? Like she'll be scraping at the bottom of the barrel, right? Oh, there's so many other (laughs) songs that she could play though. Yeah. I'm hoping like Out of the Woods gets the... um, You want want to know what I want to hear her sing? Like only a few people actually got to hear her sing is Wonderland. Oh yeah. People really want Wonderland. I want (laughs) Wonderland. Put it into the universe. Only a few people like she sang it like once or twice during 1989. That was my favorite song off the album. I think I was there for one of the shows. 
Because I think I think I'm more jealous at her first night. I think I'm more jealous of you (laughs) having her play that than you having met her. (laughs) Wow, I don't know. Is Wonderland like top five for you? I maybe I just love like (laughs) we found Wonderland. I just love the beat, and it was one of those like the extra song to the end, and yeah, oh, they were some good. There were some good good ones there yeah. that was a good so I want wonderland yeah. but that's you know that's not like a wouldn't be a stalker because right. i know i know but i'm excited because today we decided for whatever reason to do a reading of jump Thin yeah Fall. you know there's not too much to read into it <laughs> but i feel like everyone was so excited about it i know it's kind of like it's just a nice refresher in yeah, like just, old school table it kind of was really reminiscent to me to like um Teardrop to my guitar a little bit, mm-hmm. and you belong with me. Mm-hmm. Except for the guys, a little more aware of her. Mm-hmm. But I really liked it. it was I know. Really yeah, I've been listening to it nonstop me all too. day, and like just the <laughs> it just makes you feel so happy and so yeah. like carefree. Yeah, I know when she was talking about because this was part of her Fearless special edition, which came out like almost a year after Fearless mm-hmm. came out, and so she was talking about the re-release, and she said that she called out Jump and Fall as one of her favorite additional songs on the album. And she Aww. said, it's really bouncy and happy and See? lovely. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, it's got this cool banjo part that's like bouncy. And I don't know, it just has a really good feel good vibe to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which I think for it encapsulates what the song is, which is oh, just yeah. this happy go lucky sort of love song yeah a love that can't go wrong yeah beginning of it all yeah and it did pretty well it debuted at number 10 on the billboard top 100 Mm -hmm. when it first came out and it went up all the way to number one for like a week on itunes yes and it was obviously picked up again when it was featured on the valentine's day Mm -hmm. soundtrack in the valentine's in february of 2010 and so it's been a it's been a soft hit Who for do her. You, do you think that it was inspired by someone? Well, that's what's interesting because this was back when she did secret messages oh. in her liner notes, yeah. and the message for this song is "Last summer was magical, magical." And so she released this. She released the. She re-released Fearless in October of 2009. So mm-hmm. it depends on how you say, like, last summer. Because if you mean the summer of 2009, it would arguably be about Taylor Lautner because they started filming Valentine's mm-hmm. Day in August of 2009. But I think it's about Joe. Yeah, but Joe was the summer before. 2008. Yeah. And she says in the lyrics that we'll get into, something about his hair sweeping across, across oh, his yeah. face. <laughs> well, this was, if you Google uh, Joe Jonas, yeah. 2008. Haircut. Oh, yeah, emo across his face, <laughs> and it talks about his freckles across his nose. He has a couple of freckles. He zoomed in, did the close. <laughs> he has like, cause he has like, like he has, where are he has like a few. It's yeah, not like my freckles, where they're even like, oh yeah, freckles, but a few. And Taylor Lautner doesn't have freckles. I know. And I, I wish think, we had Twitter so you could do a zoom in feature of it. <laughs> and I think that I hmm. think she probably was just way more excited about joe because she was also like heart more heartbroken about that whole thing too i feel like taylor Taylor was kind of like uh she was like i'm leaving you like i'll write a song about how much i feel bad about it about that yeah (laughs) so i feel like she had all these high emotions at the beginning and all these low high emotions like yeah at the end yeah because of everything and maybe that's why it didn't make the first cut was because she and she's she was too sad and so it didn't make the final, but then by the time she had some space, she's like, you know what? That was a fun summer. Yeah. Here's a song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, should we get into Let's it? Let's get into it. You know, there's not 
too too much. I don't. Think. I know. It's just we a can sweet just talk about ditty. how we like it. Yeah, because it starts with that banjo yeehaw opening. Yeehaw. <laughs> And then um, she says, I like the way you sound in the morning. We're on the phone and without a warning, I realize your laugh is the best sound I have ever heard. And it's just like cute like to revisit these older songs. It is. Because they're like so simple, Taylor. but so Taylor, you know? Yeah. And it's like such a, it's just like, it's just like cute and like, you're just like, oh, what a young, sweet, innocent oh, do you girl. you remember though, like... <laughs> When you, I don't know if you've ever been like in a relationship or even like you and Rob, but when you were just on the phone all the time, mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah, him. I mean we were long distance, so that's so all yeah. Me. So you guys are on, <laughs> yeah, like it's like, only hot. Ex- so you you know just like you know you just know. smile and you're just like oh yeah. I like just like hearing your voice. Even like I can't be with you right now, but this is the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. I know it's like such a sweet and simple grounding image because it immediately puts you there where you're like you have that instant when you're like oh. This is like my favorite person. I love this moment right now. Like this is the this is the sound I like. This is the person I like, mm-hmm. and it really does a good job of just like sweeping you back to those moments where you're just enamored and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm gone. I'm too far gone for this guy. Like it's over. Yeah. It's happening. It's gone. I'm and jumping. And she just like has that great like her early stuff is just so good because it doesn't have like the distractions of fitting into like a pop song no. you know it's just about the story you don't have and the electronics just, you don't yeah. have anything like that or, like the, yeah. the sound no the bass. Like, yeah it's the banjo and her twangy voice yeah and she yeah. just like puts you into the moment immediately she just transports you and then she goes um even like the, everything like the banjo like the mm-hmm. music the way she's singing it yeah you're instantly there with like that young love and that <laughs> like just the excitement of it all I know, she just so sets sweet. the tone like yes immediately i know because then it goes on and she says i like the way i can't keep my focus yeah. i watch you talk you didn't notice classic yes. i hear the words but all i can think is we should be together you belong with me wait is, <laughs> yeah. that, what she, is that what it is yeah this is the you belong with me pretty cool but um i think it's nice because i was listening to this song and you know i'm listening to it from my perspective as a 20 something year old yeah. woman in like a modern feminist age And I just think it's interesting because she sort of inverts the dynamics here because it's like usually a dude is talking about like, oh, you're so pretty. I couldn't even think about what you were saying. Yeah. Like, oh, I was so distracted. You just look so good. And here she's like, I'm going to be honest. Like, I'm not listening to a word you're saying. I just think you're hot. (laughs) This is a lot like, oh, what song is it from her album right now? When she's talking about Joe Gorgeous. Oh, yeah. It's like, a lot like, it's like the gorgeous of like the innocent era. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's like, she's I can't like... say anything to your face. You're just so gorgeous. Yeah. She's sexualizing Joe <laughs> all throughout that album. And here yeah. she is right here at the beginning of it yeah. all. Yeah. Oh, baby Tay. <laughs> yeah. I know. And it is funny. It's interesting. It's an interesting song because it does sort of like have this dynamic where you're not sure if she's like in a relationship with that with this guy just flirting with this guy mm-hmm. if he's not as into her as she is into yeah, you him just don't kind of because she's like oh like i watch you talk you didn't notice and it's like well okay so why are you talking so much like are you guys dating or are, are you, guys... you stalking him? yeah <laughs> and then the chorus is every time you smile i smile and every time you shine i'll shine for you whoa i'm feeling you baby don't be afraid to jump then fall jump then fall into me baby Mm -hmm. i'm never gonna leave you say that you want to be with me too because i'm gonna stay through it all so jump then fall i'm telling you this is a stalker song yeah it is (laughs) i didn't realize it till right now i was like 
yeah. it can be construed in a certain way. No, I like it. It though. is. It's like, and it's a very simple chorus. It's yeah. like very elementary. She's just like in the best way possible. Yeah. No, it's still so tender and sweet. But I'm just like, what is she saying when she says, "Every time you shine, I'll shine for you"? Like, if you really stop and think about it, it's like, what is this image trying to convey, Taylor? You know? I know. Like, well, if. If we're going to say it's about Joe, yeah. like, this isn't his prime, where, like, he, like, had all these fangirls, he was mm. performing all the time, he was a star. Yes. So, maybe a bigger star than her at the time? I don't know. Yeah, I Because he know. had all those, like, fangirls and moments. Joe was a bigger star than Taylor's heart, but it could well, be. Well, just at the same time, because he had all those Disney girl yeah. fans. Like, his purity ring. Yeah. So, yeah. like, it was at that moment where, like, he was at the peak. Yeah. You know? It was, like, the Jonas Brothers. I, I just got the weirdest what? sexual image about this song because it's me. like I just I can't I no. can't it's too dirty it's do just it like you can edit much. it out if it's yeah. too much tell me <laughs> just the line jumps and fall into me it's oh no just like did you hear me laugh a little while ago when <laughs> yeah. she jumped them that's what I was thinking it's just like she's either fooled us all into thinking she's very innocent or she's, she's just not us. aware of like how mm. What an innuendo that could be. Because she is saying, like... And it's interesting thinking if it's Joe, because he did have his purity oh ring. It's just so funny, did have his <laughs> Because she sexualizes Joe Alwyn all throughout <laughs> Reputation. And this song, she's sexualizing, she's sexualizing a different Joe. Joe. She has such a thing for Joes. This has to and make And this the is cut. her trying to seduce Joe, because she's like, listen, <laughs> I'm way into you. Can you just get into me? Can you just jump and fall into me? She's feeling him. Sexually she's never going to leave. Kids. This is no longer innocent. Mm-mm. And she's just like, she's very into him, obviously. And oh, yeah. she's feeling no him, baby. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, <laughs> she's offering, she's beam. saying like, you want to be with me too. Like this, I mean, I'm just spitballing this now, but you could paint this as a very peer pressure-y song about trying to get someone to have sex with you. <gasps> She's like, listen, I'm not going to leave you. We can do this. Just yeah. say you want me to. Like, just, just jump and then fall. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, she yeah. goes on and she says, well, I like the way your hair falls in your face. You got the keys to me. I love each freckle on your face. I've never been so wrapped up, honey. I can't Blankets, see this song maybe? anymore. I like him just seeing the sexually explicit. Like the way anthem. his hair falls across yeah. his face when he's leaning down over <laughs> She's her. She's a bottom. <laughs> and he does have that one key for her. Yeah. Yeah. It's the one exactly key that gets her going. Unlocks everything. And uh, she's up close enough to notice his two freckles that you had to zoom in on. Yeah. So. And she's wrapped and up wrapped in up. the blankets <laughs> and in him and the sheets. Yeah. Oh, this is new. These are not any of the notes I took. No, we're kind of just winging it now. Yeah. So anyways, um, I do like this verse before I realize how sexually explicit <laughs> But it makes all I have to say is come closer. <laughs> that, you guys, this is explicit. If you're under 13, do not be listening to this right this now. This song is dirtier than Young dress. Young Taylor. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> You heard it at first. Because, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, so she says, again, she says, 
Oh, I like the way your hair falls on your face. You got the keys to me. I've never been so wrapped up. You're everything I've ever wanted. I had the time to think it all over, and all I can say is come closer. So there is some, there is something there that could be read a certain way. But I also think this is one of my favorite verses in Taylor's whole discography. I think it's so cute That's and the energy statement. of it. I know because I was listening to it, and it just like this is where she like really has this like rhythm to her voice that's sort of like impossible to not just adore because mm-hmm. she talks really fast to fit all these syllables in. which is great because i could not do that i know and it's just so cute and she sort of starts with that like ho, and then says like she just falls into this rhythm and <laughs> it's so good and i think it's like it's very like classic taylor like because you know, you got the keys to me. It's such a Taylor Swift type metaphor. Oh, keys to the kingdom. Mm. You have to, yeah, everything. She loves this, like, these sweeping metaphors mm-hmm. that just paint this bigger picture and, like, oh, a man can finally unlock all these things that, like, she's been too scared to show. And, like, and then, you know, I've never been so wrapped up because Taylor Swift loves her crushes. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of her best songs are about these crushes, like, Enchanted, oh, Delicate. I mean, holy you belong ground, with even. me. Yeah. Like, they're so all it's that. like, she loves singing about these moments where she feels so much so soon. Mm-hmm. And I think this song is like a great one where great she is obsessed with the idea of what they can be. And she's eager to get them there quickly. Yeah, and- yeah, she is. <laughs> she's like, let's go. Engine's revving. But I think, again, like, I like the way you're everything I've ever wanted. The energy of the way she sings that song is just so cute. And I think it's like, it's really like sassy the way she's sort of like I'm it, you know, like you're welcome. I'm just waiting for you to <laughs> yeah, realize just, it too. I'm waiting here, so just jump and fall when you're ready, yeah. you know. And I think it's like a really I'll creative line. And this song is peppered with like perfect Instagram captions. Mm-hmm. Um, cause, I know why don't like people are. I'm sure they're going to be using this more often, but I don't yeah, feel like the song is this. captioned enough, like <laughs> as much as it should. be. I know. If we meet Taylor, we're using yes. something Ooh. in here. <laughs> Yeah, something sexual. Yeah. <laughs> All I can say is come closer. That's what I'll use. <laughs> Take a deep breath and jump, then fall into me. Yeah. And then she goes into the chorus again, um, where she's feeling her baby. Don't mm-hmm. be afraid to jump, then fall. Jump, then fall into me. Is she why he stopped wearing his purity ring? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this just... is the song about Taylor Swift losing her virginity, isn't it? <laughs> Because then she gets serious. She does. She goes into the bridge Mm -hmm. and she says, the bottom's going to drop out from under our feet. I'll catch you. I'll catch you. When people say things that bring you to your knees, I'll catch you. The time is going to come when you're so mad you could cry, but I'll hold you through the night until you smile. Which is again. Yeah. (laughs) She's like, listen, people are going to judge you for ditching your purity ring, but it's okay. I'll be there for you. Yeah. At night. (laughs) Yeah. And I know how to make you smile. But for real, I like this because, again, it sort of inverts the dynamics of the song. And it's like Taylor is taking on toxic masculinity. She's like, you'll probably cry one day and you'll be sad. And, like, it's okay. Like, you Mm -hmm. can be a vulnerable dude and I'll still love you. Mm -hmm. And I think it's so great. I'll be here for you. Yeah, it's like she's actively pursuing this dude and, like, really just being upfront about, like, you know, You Belong With Me is very much in the shadows. And Teardrops oh, yeah. On My Guitar, same very thing. Much, yeah. She's just, like, not approaching him. Yeah. But here she's like, hey. Hi. Hello. I'm here. I'm here. 
<laughs> you ready for this? And so it's like she's really owning that mm-hmm. desire she has. And whether or not you think that is a sexual desire. Or, or just, just a stalker. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, there's some layers to this song because it's like, you know, she's just saying like, I'm here. And that's a that's a metaphor of the whole the whole song is jump and fall and I'll catch you. Just this tiny delicate little blonde lady she will be strong enough. Yeah. In the notes. Last summer was magical. Yeah. <laughs> that is something you'd say about a hot sexual fling, mm-hmm. isn't it? Mm-hmm. Thanks for the good times, Joe. <laughs> yeah, that's what really should have been in there. Thanks for the good times. Yeah. But I think it was interesting because I was listening to this. And yeah. um, there are, like, a lot of, like, callbacks or, I guess, future references or something to New Year's Day because oh, yeah. in New Year's Day, um, I don't know if she planned it, obviously, because it doesn't sound like she's thought about this song that much since that summer of 2008, but... I, I don't think know why it, she's like, not thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> it was this magical. Yeah, filled <laughs> yeah. <laughs> her. But um, I think it's a good one because, like, this is a song about the kind of love, like, Taylor wanted like oh Mm -hmm. i'll be your support i'll be here and you see that in new year's day again where she's like she if you're i'll be there if you're the toast of the town and even if you're coming home crying like it's okay i'll be there and i think it's big sister exactly and then like even with in this song she says your laugh is the best sound i have ever heard in new year's day she talks about like please don't ever become a stranger whose laugh i can't recognize anymore And so it's just, like, a nice nod to, like, realize, like, whether or not it's intentional, Taylor has had these last, these flames that she thought were everything, and they ended. And so as she's writing New Year's Day about this guy that she really wants to be here forever, she's like, man, I don't want it to ever be, like, that moment where I just, like, can no longer remember the sound of his voice or the sound of his laugh. Because this guy right here, she's like, your laugh is, like, the yeah. best thing ever. And it's like, I'm sure she has a yeah, she's she's like, laugh oh, forever. Yeah. She's like, oh, I can't remember yeah. his laugh. It's like a stranger. So it's, like, romantic mm-hmm. to see her grow this mm-hmm. way. So, um, and then she finishes with the chorus, jump and fall. And every time you smile, I smile. Every time you shine, I'll shine. And every time you're here, baby, I'll show you. I'll show you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what will she show him? This song has taken on new meaning. Mm-hmm. I just like can't look at it straight anymore. Um, you're going to play it tonight? Yeah, I'll be like, oh, wow, yes. <laughs> hey, Rob. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, she ends with the big finale. You can jump and fall, jump and fall, jump and fall into me, into me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> mm-hmm, Taylor, we're right there with you. So obviously, breaking news on the Swiftish front, Jump and Fall is a sexually explicit song. One about... of the most sexualized <laughs> song Taylor Swift yeah, has out. About stealing Joe's V card. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she went there and she We went there. Yeah. <laughs> this song is no longer the sweet romantic little ode no, I thought it was. We'll ruin it for everyone. <laughs> It's still a good one. Whether you want to read it as a stalker song, oh, as a seductress song, or just as a cute as girl a with a crush. little crush song. You know, there's layers That's there the for everyone. Anyone <laughs> can relate to Taylor Swift. Even with this yeah. song. No matter the stage of life. <laughs> you're a stalker, you want to get yeah. it on, or you're just that girl in the back of the room just wondering when he's going to realize yeah. that he belongs with you. <laughs> Your doors are open. Mm-hmm. You have a key. Um, yeah. <laughs> My doors may be closed, but you know how to open them. What a good one. What a great song. I love what she's doing all of her, like, 
you know. Yeah, just refresher in Taylor's discography. It's nice that she can be proud of these songs that maybe don't have the same pop culture effect that, like, her 1989 tracks did mm. or her red tracks like she can go all the way these back made her so she's kind of like doing ode to yeah like paying tribute Swift. to how she got to the running the stadium tour and making 200 million we know that old taylor is not dead because she is resurrecting she her every night every single <laughs> night of the tour yeah i know it's so magical I know. It's, it's almost <laughs> over though it's crazy what are we gonna do i don't even know i know what we'll do at least in 2019, we will be able to talk about her cats. Because that is breaking news. It's official. It's not a rumor anymore. I hate it. I hate it so much. You'll be able much. to do it on your podcast. Yeah. P.S. You're wrong. We'll do a crossover. Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. I know. I just can't believe she's doing that. I'm not excited for it. But, but you kind of are. No. You're kind of like... I need to see that. I need to. I need to see it to understand Just, why. Yeah. How? Who? What? Where? Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, tea time this week. Is it tea time? Tea time. What's tea time? Yes. I mean, this has been an ongoing... This tea's been brewing a long time, I should yeah. say. It's really strong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very strong. It's been in the works for a while. I think it's been an ongoing issue. Um, this idea that once people meet Taylor, they change. Mm. it's the whole thing it's like once i, I don't just know thought why. i met you after you met yeah <laughs> yeah i was That's a totally different person before yeah um very few people get to know me now because i just don't have time for them i'm, I'm too good to yeah hear. it's like no me. yeah no it's interesting because i think a lot of people on twitter feel this on both sides so like yeah people... i so i have some people who i follow on twitter and recently someone just tweeted out she was just like it's so strange Ever since I met uh, Taylor, people have been unfollowing me. <gasps> like one or two, maybe three people have said that. Oh. They've been unfollowing them. And they say that people who used to talk to them don't talk to them anymore. Interesting. So I don't so know. who's ignoring who? Yeah. Like, is it really... Hmm. Are, is, are it, is it jealous people just thinking like, that can't handle that these people are tweeting about how they met Taylor? Right. And they're just like, you're tweeting about it too much. Yeah. I much preferred about when you were <laughs> tweeting about how you wanted to meet Taylor. Because I could I relate. So but now you're like, Taylor loves me. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, but Taylor hates me. Is it that? Right. Or is it that other people are like, they're kind of becoming the popular Swifties and only interacting with the other Swifties mm-hmm. who met Taylor. Like, right. what is it? I know. I think it's I've all seen dependent a lot. Yeah. on, it's, I think it's, Account by account. Right. I don't think you can lump them all right. in some. <laughs> it's not like Taylor gives them the Kool-Aid and suddenly they become the same different person. Yeah. Because yeah. some people... react. I think the criticism can be that some people, once they meet Taylor, they're not responsive to their DMs. They're not responsive to their tweets. But the problem is they have this influx of so many tweets some from people. Some people do, though. Yeah. Some people have... Like, they get so many more tweets, so many likes, so many more retweets. But then you have some people who I'm so surprised at, like fall under the radar they meet taylor and then like i know it just goes to show like i was watching the taylor swift now event and it's like i had i saw people on there whose pictures i didn't see and i'm like it's interesting to think of how many people get rep room how many people do meet and greets how many people do these events and yeah they just fall under the radar they just don't get noticed Mm -hmm. and it's like it's just weird that we prescribe like what a couple people maybe do where they're suddenly like very invested in friends who have met Taylor, who shared that experience with them, or who just have so much 
DMs at them that they can't respond to them all, that suddenly everyone's like, oh, when people meet Taylor, they change. And like, and maybe, they turn into a mean person. Maybe they were on Twitter or on Tumblr to he get noticed Taylor. by Taylor. <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, oh, I got noticed by Taylor. And now they don't feel like they need to be on Tumblr or Twitter yeah. as much. I think that's definitely a like, part it could be of like it. They're not, it's not that they're actively ignoring you. They're just actively not going on their social media Well, people media don't accounts. like that either. They're like, mm-hmm. how fake a fan are you that you stop oh, tweeting, yeah. you stop Twittering, Tumbling, I mean, whatever. People need to be careful for what they say. Because yeah. I personally think that Taylor has stopped doing meet and greets before the show because... Of all the drama about, oh, people, like, that person met Taylor, or, oh, someone pulled me out of line because I already met Taylor. Yeah. I think that that was a repercussion against all the drama. Like, and some people are wondering if it was, um, you know, the stalker issue, but I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Because if you're still doing rep room, right. like, I think it's more this is scarier to nice do. Things. Exactly. I think it's scarier <laughs> to do rep room because they're pulling random people out of the crowd than to do the meet and greet where Taylor and Taylor Nation right. are really like stalking people and oh, like yeah. making sure they're true fans. I don't know. I just think people just need to <laughs> zip their lips. It's hard um, because Stan Twitter, Stan Tumblr, whoever really feel invested in this idea that you deserve to meet Taylor and that you will meet Taylor. When the time's right, Taylor will find you. I don't think Taylor will ever find me. (laughs) I kind of just got to the point where, like, you know what? I like going to these concerts. I'm going to go to the concerts. I'm, like, some people go to all these concerts. Like, that one person's like, I think buy eight tickets to not get noticed by Taylor. I'm like, you know what? I did. Yeah. And I'm not getting noticed by Taylor. And I'm, after my second show, I was like, this is fine. I yeah. touched her hand. I met her mom. There's nothing more. Because there's, now yeah. there's only about 30 people who are meet Taylor out of the whole stadium. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. what are the odds that you're yeah. going to be the 30 people? <laughs> Even though all my mutuals on Twitter have met I her. Know. I'm just like, it's just... Even though I have a Swift uh, the podcast, I don't think it's yeah. like TS7, TS8, TS9. I'm there yeah. for it. <laughs> I know. And that's the thing is everyone needs to stop worrying so much about how people act before or after they meet Taylor. People yeah. need to stop worrying about how they're meeting Taylor. Like they just That's and I know why I don't we're get not an, fans. I know. I don't get like the right to say that because people are gonna just be like, Well, you met Taylor. But the thing is, I met Taylor on a total fluke. Like it yeah. was a contest I won that was just like total like chance that I entered in the first place. It's not like Taylor knew me. She doesn't yeah. care about me. Like, and that's she fine. Does. Yeah. She loves all of her fans. <laughs> well, right. In a general sense, I know yeah. she, but she, she, cares she hadn't about like stalked you on Tumblr she, or yeah. done anything like she that. She didn't know me or think anything of my, she doesn't know my name, like nothing like that. I wasn't on Tumblr at the time, nothing. Mm-mm. So it's like, it's okay to just be a fan because she writes cool songs that you can sit here and analyze and for it's half okay an to, hour. to want and hope and, well, for sure. you know, like, to meet her daydream yeah i don't think it's but to then turn on fans who have met her and yeah. feel like they're not being who you want them they're to not be being anymore. supportive of you yeah. anymore it's like and uh, of course people who do suddenly be like flip a switch and they're like i met taylor so i'm not going to like help repost people who reposted my costume or whatever like i can see how that's like mm-hmm. very not nice and like not good karma but it's just hard because it's all about like i hate how they're lumping everyone into one group right exactly because not everyone who met taylor is falling into that right. group and so i'm just like oh i know it's like just why do we always go. have to have drama <laughs> why i know that's like stan fandom though it's I like know. there's always drama somewhere but they're giving us stuff to talk about so yeah. please keep the drama coming <laughs> yeah give us that to you guys yes i know but um, mm-hmm. be sure to keep up with us yeah. 
on what social media yeah. we do have. Instagram, <laughs> Tumblr. Um, be sure to tweet yeah. Three Swiftish Podcast and tag our account, even though it's suspended, and Twitter, Twitter safety, Twitter support. Yeah, just... Be yeah, help, get the word out. Help us. We miss Twitter. Don't help us meet Taylor. Yeah. Help us get our Twitter back. <laughs> I miss it. I miss Me tweeting too. about she everything. She was so good at it, you guys. <laughs> no, but until yeah. next time. I'm Ashley. And I'm Shelby. And Taylor, we're never going to leave you. Yeah. So jump, <laughs> then fall. <laughs> <laughs> then not sexually. No, no. <laughs>